go on. Hi, everybody. This is Jamie Grogan with Solutions for Solopreneurs. We are continuing our series, Journey to Entrepreneurship, where my goal is that everybody that watches this can see themselves and find themselves in each one of my guests or at least one of my guests. So today we are talking to Regina and I'm going to give her an opportunity to introduce herself and we'll go from there. Hi Jamie, thanks so much for having me on today. I'm really, really happy to be here. I actually love how we met. We met through a mutual coach who is an amazing woman and part of a very, um, I would say, go-getter tribe. And that's how I like to live my life is I've bumped my head many times and I've learned from my mistakes and I feel so honored and privileged. I work as a transformational coach. I help people shift what isn't working in their life and find joy, peace, and happiness and really step up and into their life of passion and purpose. Awesome. That's amazing because um, my niche is healers. I help healers heal the world. Um, and the way I do that is through um, marketing, through automation, um, and really helping them hone their story so that they can attract the correct type of people to their message. Um, so in that spiritual community, I have learned a lot about myself. So tell us what happened in your life to bring you to where you are now. Oh my, well, <laughs> I would say a lot's happened. The biggest thing that I feel very fortunate one of those times that I can really feel the planet's pain as well as feel the planet's there's a, an old adage of what, you know, doesn't kill us, makes us stronger. And I really truly believe it's, it's accurate. You know, what doesn't um, take us down is meant for us to thrive. And I love what you said about healing healer or helping healers heal the world, because that's what we're all here to do is to grow and achieve. And I think it's really our opportunity and our, our responsibility to live powerful, happy lives. And that's why we get those intuitive hits when we're not feeling our best, when things aren't working, we're in the wrong relationships, the wrong careers, you know, we're overweight and we're not happy about it. Like it's all about self-love. Right. And I think it's really, yeah. And it's super important to, to love ourselves and we're not going to love ourselves every second. I mean, we're human, right? We have moments where we're not as, as thrilled, but it comes back to knowing who we are and why we, why we're here. And so I really feel like that's the work I get to do. And uh, it took me a long time to find that. And I was always asking about, you know, inner peace and what's my mission. And my biggest fear for most of my life was not living up to my potential. Mm. Wow. Yeah. So when, um, when I got that second um, blessing, which was the second depressive episode, I really dug deep and I said to, to God, 
which I believe in, I said, you know what, um, help me, help me understand why this is happening so that I can be the best version of myself. Because I knew that if I was to stay on the planet, it was for a big reason. Right. And, you know, I wouldn't wish that on anybody. And at the same time, if it's happening, if there's someone that is listening or knows somebody that's going through something like that, keep encouraging them to dig deeper because at the bottom of that is the gold. Right. Right. Yeah. And it's like mining. Right. Yeah. You know, like a diamond isn't a diamond just like that. It's a piece of coal at first. Right. Yeah. I I feel really blessed that I get to help people. and, And a lot of people, you know, I think we all deserve it. We're all here for, for something great. And it's our job to find what that greatness that lies within us is all about. Yeah, it, it's it's so powerful when um, when we realize, or me in particular, when I realized um, that I saw in people what they didn't necessarily see in themselves. So when I talk to people, I talk about being a positive catalyst for change in their life um, because I saw this... Um, this picture once where there's an acronym for hope and it's help other people evolve. And I just find, I just find that that, that it just speaks to my soul because that is how we're all going to heal is all of us evolving and ascending to the best version of ourselves. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. I love that hope. That's beautiful. And it really, you know, it takes a village, right? Like none of us. 100%. None of us are able to do it alone. Otherwise we would be doing it alone. Like I lived in an ashram and I, I went, I, I call it my eat, pray, love phase <laughs> where I, wow. you know, I did the, the romance and then I, you know, ate the food and then I <laughs> went to pray and, um, and it was a, a process of about two, two years, two, between two to four years, actually. It was like the whole thing was four years. And I, I, I lost myself in a way and I found myself. And I really yeah. got to, you know, get into those dark places within my soul and within my emotion and my personality to find out who am I. And I couldn't have done it without the healers that helped me, the doctors, you know, that actually, I, I, I take that back. In my case, I didn't have too many. Um, too many Western doctors, but I did medicine in the sense of pills um, or medication, but I had my own version of medicine, you know, where I was journaling and I was doing yoga, I was meditating, I was um, doing Akashic records and, you know, going back into my past to figure out why was I suffering so much. And I had some amazing tools. Like actually today I was just talking about it on one of my, one of my coaching calls. Um, and you, you may know this prayer, but it's the Ho'oponopono prayer. No, sure I don't know that one. Familiar with it. But it's from Hawaii. Yeah. It's really beautiful. And it's basically in this prayer, it's four phrases. It's really, really simple. It's four phrases. It's, I love you. I'm sorry. 
please forgive me and thank you. Oh. And it doesn't matter what order it's set in. It doesn't matter if you like I love you or if you prefer thank you. <laughs> you can you can do all or or one or combination. It doesn't matter. The the whole premise behind it is that whatever it is in me that's causing suffering about a specific topic that's what I'm going to heal so I'm not attacking the person that hurt me I'm actually apologizing and loving and healing and asking for forgiveness the part of me that feels hurt by that thing or person right so it's really beautiful technique and it's really powerful because it really puts the the empowerment back to all of us and the responsibility of we get to heal ourselves by helping each other. Right. Right. And so, you know, one of my other um, interviews today was um, um, a man who I had never heard the term self-directed healthcare before. Um, and the way he talked about, we all have the power within us to heal ourselves. Um, it, it really struck a chord with me because I was telling him that, you know, I struggle with high blood pressure and I struggle with my weight, um, but I don't let that stop me, but it's still something that's a challenge um, for me. And so him, you know, basically giving me, you know, the power to say, you can heal yourself was totally. was very powerful for me today totally and you're so beautiful like when i first you know saw your pictures and and i saw you on the call like you just you it's not i think what you just shared is so um it's beautiful and it's so authentic because we each have parts of ourselves that we're challenged with right and i don't like to use the word struggle just because I feel like the fact that we acknowledge it gives it permission, right? And gives it um, air to breathe, right. right? And so once we do that, once we give it permission to be heard and to be seen, it's less of a burden because it's like, oh, it's like a baby, like a part of us that just needs some love and some healing. And I think that is the hardest part is acknowledgement. Yes, for sure. Just knowing you know, knowing that there's a way. So I'm all, I'm, I agree with him hundred percent. We can heal ourselves. And of course there is a place where traditional medicine makes, you know, it's important, right? Like if you have a cut and you're bleeding, you know, your leg is, you know, God forbid there's place for it. Right. Of right. course. Right. So I'm not at all against, against that um, side of medicine. I just think it's really important for us to also know that we do have the power and it's really more in our mind than anything else it's mindset exactly, exactly. yeah and, and it, one of the things that he kept saying you know is you know if you break your arm you know don't rub some salve on it or or, or some oils because you need to go get it <laughs> fixed <laughs> you know because yeah. those are things that you have to you know use um the technology and you know the knowledge that we have to fix um, and it was, it was powerful to me. Um, and I've been thinking about it all day and he had suggested that we do this, um, spiritual healing, um, virtual summit. Um, and so I'm going to work with him on, on creating that where we have, um, healers such as yourself come on and, um, individuals, 
you know, watch, you know, you give a segment um, and then there'll be a question and answer session afterwards. So um, it's all of the people that answered my call for um, interviewees all fall into this same, you know, beautiful realm that we're, we're dealing with. Um, I've told this story a couple of times in the last um, four or five days, but um, I was in a really bad funk two weeks, three weeks ago and up until last week. Um, And I was so focused on the fact that I wasn't hitting my um, goals as far as income and, um, outreach and I was just having this huge pity party for like two weeks and then I said to myself I need to go back to what was working and what was working was me not focusing on the pity and focusing on how I can help and so when I put that call out for the interview interviewees that's when everything turned around for me and I said okay so that's that's what the lesson that I needed to learn was walk in your purpose and not in fear. Yeah. And that's so true. I I often say that not just to my students, but to myself, when I'm in a funk, I will say, Hey, give yourself permission to be in a funk, right? Like I'll, I'll give myself permission. I'll put on the party hat, throw the streamers up in my mind, call in my pity party committee, as I call it. (laughs) And then knock on wood, it doesn't last as long as it used to. Now it's only a couple of hours sometimes. Right. But, um, you know, what, what I do is I give myself permission for that. And then what I do is I, I often hear myself saying this to my students and my clients, and I'll say, find something that you can share. Because when we share, just like you said, when we share and we come away out of our ourselves we're no longer focused on our own part of my french bs right <laughs> what's going on we act to, to let, like open our heart and we say we sing it's like like literally just snap snap of a hat you know yeah 100 percent. because um my my saying is yes Right, right. So my favorite, one of my favorite sayings is, um, yes, you can have your pity party, just don't unpack and live there. That's my favorite saying, one of my favorite sayings. I like that. I like that. It makes total sense. Yeah. So, um, so Tell us what you um, do for and with your clients. Sure. Yeah, so I have a couple different modalities. I would say actually there's quite a few. It was about 50 tools that I use and techniques. And basically what I do is I really, you know, I shift people. I like to think out of fear and into action, inspired action. And the way we do that is through a variety of tools, Uh, mostly with mindset and also meditation, yoga, coaching, and, you know, really settling into what's working in a person's life and letting go of what isn't working. So I don't always say what people want to hear. 
<laughs> um, but I always say what they need to hear. And even in my own personal relationships, it's funny because I've noticed people will come back to me after being mad at me and say, how did you know? <laughs> and I just laugh because I'm like, I just did, you know, and I do something called soul language journey work, which is a, a newer kind of modality that I've added to my toolkit. And I love it. It actually showed up for me, for me when I was going through my, my darkest hours. And it was one of the most profound and amazing tools that I've ever touched really. And it's, what's so cool about soul language journey is your soul so just like we speak language right we have linguistics and we speak english french russian right hebrew right all these different languages is the soul languages actually the soul has languages too so imagine knowing your soul and you, you would come from, we, we all have the right to come from alignment with our soul. And that's really what get my, my, where the disconnection and the unhappiness and unfulfillment lands for people because they're not living up to their full potential. They're not living their life's work. And they're, it's something in them is gnawing at them. Like there's gotta be more to this, Yes. you know? Yeah. So... I definitely can relate to that because prior to um, this work, I, I was in a job that I absolutely despised and I would cry in my car every morning before work. Um, and there was this one particular person that just made it her mission to make my life miserable. Um, and I look back on it now and I'm like, well, that's, you know, I, I gave her that power. It was up to me, but because of that situation, I'm now doing exactly what I know I was meant to do. Yeah, I love it. So and You know what's so cool about that is some people have called me the, the transformation catalyst. Other people call me the inner peace revolutionist, internal peace revolutionist. And what you just shared about this person, I think it's so pivotal because everything that happens in our life can be seen with two lenses. It can be, it's a catalyst to get us to the next level or it happened to us and victim. Right. Right. And there's so many people. I mean, there's so many people. When I, when I think of people who like athletes who don't have limbs, mm. right. Or when I see, you know, these people that are really underprivileged and then they become to be celebrities or they become to be something amazing, motivational speakers, you know, before we started recording, you were talking about one of your guests who is thriving in her life right. and she's doing it in a way that most of us would know even how she does it out of her car, right. you know, because right. she's committed because no is not an option for her. Right. Like failing is not an option. And the truth is, is when people say, Oh, I failed. Right. I, I hear it all the time. You know, people shaming themselves and they say, Oh, well, you know, I, I quit that marriage or I quit that relationship and I feel bad because I did or, you know, I quit that job and I'm a failure. I didn't finish that project. And I say to myself, to them, I say, you know what? You're not a failure. You did as far as you could with that project. So now you get to keep going. Right. right? And, the, and the question becomes, I think this 
idea of failure, it's very interesting because the only way to succeed in life is by failing. Exactly. Exactly. You know, like, like Albert Einstein, like how many times did he find out what didn't work when he did the light bulb and look at us now, like, you know, if it wasn't for him failing, we wouldn't be here. Right. right. And I, when I, um, coach my clients, especially ones that are just starting out on their, um, entrepreneurial journey, I always say to them, you know, change the, the word that you use. Um, don't say that you failed in any, at something or you quit something, say it's a scar because like I have this scar right here. That's that spot on my arm is stronger than any other spot on my arm because that skin is tough. And so instead of saying that this was a failure, this is something that's strong and something that I can build on. There you go. So it's, it's a huge, it's a huge, um, mind shift that you have to do. And it takes a lot of, um, energy to do that because you've been that self-talk and all of that, that you've been doing for all of the years that you've been alive, um, to turn that around, it takes work and it, and it's, it's not easy, but it's worth it. It is worth it. Yeah. And I, and I would say the biggest challenge really that any of us have is not, and you know, now is a perfect time, right? It's not, and this is what I teach. This is what I'm really passionate about is, you know, right behind me is internal peace, right? Is teaching people the power of, of owning their emotions, owning their mind, because if we allow our circumstances to control our thinking, we would all never get out of bed. <laughs> you right. know, we'd be under the covers 24 seven. And what's the point then? What's the right. point of living? If you're going to be living in fear and you're going to be afraid of the, the, the boogeyman, that's not even a real boogeyman. Like right. fear is false evidence appearing real. Yep. And so <laughs> that's one of my other favorite you know? acronyms. Yeah. Like it's, it's, and, and of course, yes, of course, there's, there's real situations going on right now in the, in the world. And of course, there is true reason to be cautious. But when it comes to fear, like there's nothing to fear except fear itself. Right. And I used to think that was just a, a cliche, but it's so not. Like nobody at this moment, you know, if you're listening to this, you're safe. If you're listening to this, you have food, you have water, you have internet right? You have a phone or a computer, you're in your car or you're at home cooking or washing dishes, whatever you're doing. And it's so amazing how when we just stop and we live in gratitude for what we That's do right. have, That's right. how much brighter things are. And, and I love that you had the courage to walk away from that job because that in itself takes a lot of guts and a lot of courage to walk away from stability, walk away from what we think we know is familiar and right. Like that, it, that is the biggest challenge in life is yeah. saying no to the things that don't feel good. Right. Yeah. Because I would, I would rather have clean toilets with a toothbrush on my hands and knees than be at that job. Um, it was, you know, great benefits. It was good money, but it was soul sucking. And I felt 
suicidal, to be honest. Um, and you should never feel that way over a job. Um, right. You know, it, job stands for just over broke, you know, because <laughs> you're, you're basically building someone else's dreams. Now, if that's your thing and you're okay with it and, and you know, then more power to you. Um, I'm not knocking the nine to five because sometimes people get, you know, upset that I'm always like, you know, you shouldn't have a nine to five. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying um, if your nine to five makes you miserable, find something else. Yep. And, and I agree. One, <laughs> because life is too short to spend the majority of your time at a, in a place that you are unhappy. And even if you are just um, starting small with a second stream of income or a third stream of income, um, taking that power helps you deal in a more positive way with every aspect of your life. Yeah, and you know what I think? I, I, as you were saying that, I just got this message. I, my soul languages, they show up a lot when I'm listening or, you know, they, it's interesting. I get visuals and stuff. Love it. So, yeah, it's, it's really amazing. Um, one of the messages I just got was that a lot of times I think what happens too is people don't know what their passions are. Mm -hmm. And so they'll just stay in what's familiar and comfortable because they don't know what else to do. Right. So like even myself, right? Like I, I have a, a real estate background. I've been in real estate since 05. So I've been licensed for a long time. And for years, people would say to me, why don't you do yoga full time? Why don't you do coaching full time? And I was like, no, no, no. I love real estate. I love real estate. And there was a part of me that's, you know, did genuinely love real estate, but, and still does. And then the other part of me was like, yeah, no, I, I don't think I would be able to sustain myself. Right. In those other careers, not because I didn't. Yeah, it was it was me. Right. I didn't believe in myself at that right. time. Right. And so what's really cool about coach. Coaching coaches and coaching is you have somebody that pushes you to your max. And like, I'm sure you have coaches, right? I have coaches yes. like, yes, coaches have coaches. Right. Absolutely. And I remember saying to someone, well, if you're a coach, why do you need to have a coach? And it was like, same reason why not like that. It's not linear. That type of person that it's more out of their life. So you're to be at the next level. You're always right. Is it, are you afraid of actually your goals? Are you afraid of actually having anything to complain about? Third world <laughs> problems. You know what I mean? Like when I hear people like complaining about toilet paper, I'm like, we are so lucky. We have running water. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Yep. And, and of course it's a joke, but I, I just think, you know, these, and, and this is like a whole nother, you know, perhaps podcast even, you know, session yes. because this idea of, you know, when, when people say, I don't know what I want, good, 
Like I'm excited for them because that means that there is something else. You just don't know what that is yet. Right. Right. And so there is absolutely, absolutely. Like you said, Jamie, there's nothing wrong with a nine to five. In fact, keep the nine to five and start your hustle, your side hustle, as they say, start your side, you know, start your passion, whether it's baking cookies or baking muffins or, you know, you want to do crafts. Like I just heard of somebody that does, this is so, it was so like niche, like something to do with like um, scrapbooking for specific types of people, like scrapbooking for moms or scrapbooking for nurses, something like super, super, yes. super specific yep. that like I could never see being like a full-time legit career, but this woman's making six figures doing this. Yep. And I'm like, wow, look yeah. at that because yep. she's passionate and because she is committed to her success. She's committed to her process and she's committed to living her life's mission. Right. Right. So whatever that is for, you know, each one of us, I think it's such a privilege and such an honor to be able to know why we're here and to live that because it doesn't feel like work anymore. You know, you yeah. wake up and you're bouncing out of bed because you're excited. Right. So that's, I'm super happy that you did that. Like that's an inspiring. Yeah, it was, it was definitely scary and it was, um, you know, I had no savings. I had, um, I had started this business, but I definitely was not profitable. Um, you know, but I knew because every time I worked on this business, it just lit me up inside. And when I got to, you know, the point where I had clients and I was coaching, I just, it felt just so amazing. And to see people have those moments and, you know, I have one client right now that I'm working with and every session, her confidence builds and she talks about the things that, um, you know, the next phases of her business and, you know, adding that product and, and it's just so exciting to her. Whereas when we started, she didn't even believe that she could do this as a business. Um, it's, it's just, you know, when you find what fulfills you and what brings you joy, you'll know it. Yeah. And I, and I reference it to, I think I said it yesterday when I was on a podcast and it, you know, every time I say it, I always get excited because it's so true. Like when a child asks a parent, how do you know you're in love? And the only way to answer that is just, you just know, you just, you just feel it. That's right. You just know. So it's yeah. Just like that. You know, you just know. You wake up one day and you're like, ah, that's it. And, you know? and, and ever since. And then you're not worried. Right. Go ahead. <laughs> I was just going to say, and ever since I started doing these podcast interviews, I have just been jumping out of bed and I'm like, I get to hear a new story today and I get to ask this person questions and I get to see their face light up and their body language when they're talking about their, you know, their joy and, and everything. And it's just really turned things around, um, for me. And I'm grateful to all of the people who've said yes. And it's awesome. It's awesome that you've created such an, an open, supportive space for that, because that's really what it's about, is all of us finding support systems and finding um, 
creative spaces for us to share collectively our passions, our purposes and support and motivate each other, you know, inspire each other because you're right. Like I love doing podcasting because or podcasting because I get to hear stories, right? Like I've, I feel so blessed. I've been on, you know, quite a few since last year and it's been fun and, it, and it's been such an amazing journey because I always learn something new. I walk away with new tools, new skills, each one, you know, I've, I feel like, oh, I didn't know that. And, oh, that's so interesting. And it's like meeting new new people. And especially right now with quarantine, it's like so awesome, you know, because we get to connect. And, and there's so much good news. We just have to have our eyes open to that. Right, right. Asking the right questions and open to listening um, are, are crucial um, right now in this time of isolation, um, 100%. Um, so how can people get in touch with you? Um, you know, if they want to learn more. Thank you so much. It's a great question. So it's six, four, six, zero, zero. You can text the word yoga and on there. I, um, I offer a free gift so they can reach out to me and get my free gift and get access to more internal peace. And then I am offering right now free yoga Eastern standard time at 8 15 AM on Facebook. So anyone can reach me there and join us for yoga. So it's a fun way to connect. That's awesome. I've, I've always wanted to try and actually, um, in the last 10 days I've been watching, um, some beginner yoga, on YouTube and stuff, um, because it is something that I've been interested in trying. Um, so maybe I'll, I'll, I'll join you, um, soon. <laughs> yeah, I'd be honored to have you, Jamie. It'd be so great. It'd be so great. And of course there's replays there. I just did. I don't know if you know, Cheryl also from Aaron's group, but, no. um, I did a, a family series of yoga. And I just, I feel yoga is so beneficial on so many levels. You know, I, I have a practice where I say taking it off the mat. And what I mean by that is we learn skills and tools on our yoga mats, but they're really for taking them off the mat and applying them into our life, like breathing, like stopping and pausing, right? And being really mindful. And it's not so much about bendy or flexible, which is what a lot of people think. It's actually about just being mindful, about being purposeful and intentional. And, um, and I would love to have you. We, we, I think we're having fun. You know, the group is getting bigger and, you know, we have a lot of people that come back day by day and then yeah. you might not see them for two weeks. So it's kind of cool. Cause it's, it's like a surprise every day I come to class and I don't know who's going to be there. That's awesome. And I, I, um, saw a replay because of course I do a little bit of Facebook stalking. I, I'm sure everybody does that when you're going to be on a podcast or you're, you know, having someone on as a guest, um, you know, you go and do a little bit of research and you watch their, um, uh, videos if they have some, you know, and, um, I, I saw a couple of them and the thing that struck me the most is how you have this um, like joyful calmness. I don't know how to explain it other than that. Um, you're so calm, but you're just so lit up at the same time. Um, and that's oh, what struck me. Thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you. And it's, it's been a process. I mean, I've had to 
really um i i really took took a deep dive you know and i scrubbed out parts of myself even recently like in the last six months you know i scrubbed parts of myself that i thought i was done with you know right. old habits old patterns and they came up again and i was like oh why are you here again you know and then i realized because there's more healing to do and I shamed myself for like two days. And then I was like, okay, that's enough. Like inspired action, get to work. And that's why I'm doing the work I'm doing now. Yeah. Because I really feel internal peace is something we all deserve. Right. And we don't need to shame ourselves into being perfect. I'm a recovering perfectionist. That's the first thing I was, you know, want everyone to know, like totally, you know, I've learned the hard way, bumped my head a lot. And, um, you know, God bless my mom and dad because, <laughs> you know, I was the little one, but I was probably the most challenging because I was always getting myself into trouble. And um, and I've learned, you know, it doesn't have to be that way. We don't have to suffer. Right. So, right. Thank you so much for your, your kind words. It means a You're lot. You're welcome. You're very welcome. So the logo behind you, can you tell me about that? I don't know why it's, it's so striking to me. It's like speaking to me the whole time we've been talking. I, I want to know more about your logo. Um, oh, my sun, logo. The sun. Yes. Yes. Oh, thank you. So it's actually, it's brand new. Um, I love that you asked because I, it's funny. I even just now, as you were talking maybe five minutes ago, I was thinking to myself, about the logo so i i actually had it done just recently i have a designer that i started working with who's a, a great friend of mine and he's um he's a mystic himself he's a healer and actually i would love to get you connected with him i would he love that is, yeah he's amazing his name is uh he goes by wolfie um lucas wolf is his name and he's a very talented healer and graphic designer and uh he's an intuitive you know, just like you and I, and a lot of your listeners probably. Yes. And we worked on the design because I have this affinity with ocean and also with the mountains. And I lived not too long ago, actually, that was part of my eat, pray, love phase where I lived in Montana. And so I have this real connection with the mountains and with the ocean. And so when I shared with him what I was, you know, my goal was, and this is what he brought back. And I was like, oh my God, like he totally got me, you know, <laughs> and, uh, and the sun is important because I feel that the sun is, is light, right? right? The sun is why we're here and right. shining. And also knowing that there's these valleys, right? Like at the bottom of the ocean, there's a peak and there's the valley because it's not always, we're not always high in the sky. We're right. just going to be valleys in our lives. And, and that doesn't mean that we don't have to be bright like the green and the grass. So thank you so much for recognizing it. That's awesome. Um, it, it reminds me of one of my favorite poems. Um, it's called It's in the Valleys We Grow. Um, mm. Because that, that poem talks all about, you know, when you're on the mountaintops, that's where the, the flowers die. When you're on the mountaintop. When you're in the valley and you're pushing through the dirt, that's when you're learning. And that's when the sun is shining and the rain is um, feeding your your soul, your so it's in the valleys we grow. We don't grow when we're at the mountaintops. It's so true. It's so I so love true. And even right now, yeah. And even right now, like, you know, I feel like our, I feel so blessed this time in history. I mean, this is like, 
when people tell me they're bored or, <laughs> or they don't know what to do, I'm like, y'all need to wake up because this is like, this, this is what movies were made of. Right. You know what I mean? This is reality. This is real. And I, I feel so charged when I talk about it because I, some days I cry because I'm just like, wow, like what a blessing. And yes, birth is a very violent process. Like if we think about babies being born, there's a lot of blood. There's a lot of crying. There's screaming. You know what I mean? It's violent. And what happens after the baby's born? Everybody's euphoria. Everybody's like ecstatic and blissful. And that lasts about two days, you know, until mom doesn't know what to do. And then two years of the baby's like, you know, a toddler bumping in. That's right. The things and on the is that word I always say it wrong precipice. Yes. Right. Like, like we're we're literally like like on the edge of our seats because we are ascending right now and we have such a beautiful responsibility, which is also a privilege. And Mother Nature's cleaning us up, cleaning it up, and she needs our support. Mm-hmm. She needs us to to step it up, to step up our not just mother nature, but I feel like, like spirit, right. is yeah. calling us to level up and to be our best selves. And so I love what you said about the valleys because you're right. Like we don't, when we're at the top of the mountain, everything's good. We're looking down and we're, you know, complacent sometimes, which right. is why we have those moments of Valley so that we could be blessed and appreciate and have gratitude when we're at the mountain. Right. Because it took us, blood, sweat, and tears to get out there. Right. And that's, you know, the entrepreneur's um, reality is that. <laughs> it's like peaks and valleys all the time, you know? <laughs> that's right. That's right. And you got to keep growing. You got to keep growing and learning and, and, and changing because if you don't, you die. You know, if you can't be nimble and pivot and open, um, then then you, you're then you're bound to be irrelevant in, in the business world. I love the, what you said about this time, because when I ask people, what are you going to say that you did with this time? Are you going to say that, oh, my house is very clean? Right. Well, and it, it cracks me up too because like people now are getting antsy, right? Yeah. And so it's like the human brain is so funny. It's like it's never satisfied. You know what I mean? And there's no judgment to anybody that's, you know, right. bored right now or cleaning their house. Like, of amen, course. you're doing great. Keep doing it, you know? But what we're saying is like there's more. You know what I mean? There's more. And, and the truth is, is like now people are saying like, oh, I'm tired of being home. Well, you were complaining about being at work right. two months ago. Right. So how about you just lean, lean in, you know what I mean? Right. Lean in and say thank you and yep. pick up a sport or pick up, or, sorry, not a sport, but pick up a skill, pick up right. a language, pick up a book for God's sake, right. you know, like right. find something of joy that lights you up, makes you happy. And um, not that I'm thrilled about, you know, being home 24 seven, but I'm like a little part of me is like, I don't want to go back to that way too fast because I'm really like entrenched in my projects and I'm like, you know what, give me another three months and I'll be, I'll be all right. You know, me like, too. 
Yeah. Me too. I'm enjoying the only part. Well, there's a couple parts that really I miss is the going out to eat. That's, that's one of the things that I just miss dearly and not being able to go and visit. Like my youngest daughter is stationed in Arizona um, and my mom and my brother and um, my family in North Carolina. So not being able to just, you know, get on a plane and go see them. Those are really the only two things that it's, you know, really um, affecting me, but I know that that's coming. I know that that's going to happen. And so buckling down right now and really, digging into my business and finding the people that I can help. It's just, it's been a privilege, like you said. Yeah. And I love that you're doing that summit. That's so cool. Like I'm excited to support and be, be part of it any way that I can, even if it's just an audience. You know, oh I hope, yeah hope i can do more but oh you'll be you'll so definitely exciting. be involved don't you worry <laughs> oh, thank you you're thank so you. i love it i you're love it and and that's you know yeah. the, the beauty of it all is there's so much um there's so much to share you know there's so much to give like you said like how can we give more you know and there's like what I love about what's happening is it's really bringing people together. And that's right. what, when I start to like cry, it's because I'm like, Oh my gosh, like people are waking up, Yeah, you know, people are rising up to the occasion. There's going to be plenty that won't and that's okay. They don't want to, they don't have to. Right. Um, we want them to, right. We want to take everyone together and we all go, but, right. um, but that's free will, right. I yeah. can't force people to, yeah. to do it. Cause I don't know what's right. I just know what feels right to me and what feels like my truth. And, uh, I live in that space, you know? Right. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, Regina, it's been such a pleasure chatting with you. Um, we'll definitely have to stay in touch and I'd love for us to do a part two of this interview because oh, I realized, we, <laughs> I realize we could talk for, you know, three more hours. No problem. <laughs> totally. We totally could. And you know, it's funny, even before, um, like five, not even five minutes into, into our call, I already felt like I've known you for a long time and now I know why, you know, I feel really comfortable with you. And I'm like, I wonder if I met her somewhere at a conference and I'm like, no, you just feel kindred spirit. Like yeah. she's a soul sister, you know? Yes. Yeah. I call it soul bonded and it could have happened this lifetime last, you know, two lifetimes ago, whatever. But, um, when you're soul bonded with somebody, you always find each other. That's, that's the way I feel. Yeah, 100%. And I'm, I'm so happy that I get to be with your community. Thank you so much for having me. And I'd be honored to come back. You're anytime. so welcome. Thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. Likewise. You have a good Bye, everyone. Bye. You have a good day. Bye, you Regina. Too. Thanks. Bye.